0: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles,
2: James Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Levin at Sports Talk. And, you know, it's a nice day out here in Wyoming, Castle. Wyoming. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, listeners, I got a great guest on the um that'll be on the show today. I had a pleasure to meet this young man, you know. Uh, I have never seen a young man that's more talented and um not even talented, it's with the manners he has, you know, with respect to you know, adults, you know, his brothers and sisters and his parents, you know. So, you know, just to just to know his parents, you know, it's a great honor to me and then to get to meet him, to you know the ability and all the things that he's going to do, you know, in life. You know, not on the field, on the court, but off the court and off the field. So, listen, I'd like to introduce Terry Jackson Jr. Are you there, Terry?
3: Yeah, I am. Best for having you.
2: me. How you doing today, Terry? I'm not too bad, are you? Oh, that's good. That's good. You know, uh, before we get started, tell the listeners. You know, you senior Kelly Walsh. Tell them a little bit about yourself, Derek.
3: Uh, well, I play basketball and football for Kelly Walsh. Uh, be a senior, seventeen years old. Um, yeah, that's
2: pretty much it. I that's about it. sport. Know, tell them, tell them your height. You know, weight and all that. You know, it'd be a lot of, probably be a lot of uh, recruiters out there listening. Yeah, six two. Uh, about 185 pounds.
3: we uh, to play quarterback this year, and I don't really know what else. They got me playing for basketball, but I'm going to play quarterback and probably some kick return, punt return. And I might might play a little bit of receiver and stuff like that, but I don't know, just wherever they need me, I guess. And for basketball, it's basically the same, just wherever they need me to go. That's
2: what I'll play. And like I was, you know, telling the listeners, you know, just to me that you're going to be able to do, you know, in life, you know, on the field and off the field, let's get started, there, You know, I got a couple of questions, and I know you might ask them for me, but, you know, your workout habits, you know, I was able to come over there and see you play basketball and see you shoot, too. What's the daily workout habit for you if you're going to be playing basketball?
3: Oh, uh, well, usually uh stretch a little bit before stretch a lot of my arms and my legs, and uh, I just do this thing that it was like a little drill that we did at a camp that I went to. Uh, You just got to, like, just lay down without the ball and just shoot and make sure you got your follow-through going right, make sure your wrist is all loosened up, and then uh, usually before I even do anything shooting-wise, like outside or anything, I usually shoot layups, and then I go and shoot uh, free throws, shoot about 20, 25 free throws, and then I just pick there's all kinds of spots on the floor that I'll be shooting in the game and just, just start shooting.
2: Now, um, you say when you work out, you stretch. How important is stretching? Tell a listener how important that is because, you know, if you get out there, you don't have a proper stretching. You can either pull a muscle or, you know, tear a ligament. How important is stretching? Oh, man, stretching is very important. Like, because
3: last year when I was playing football, I had cramps a lot. I think it was probably because of my stretching. I didn't stretch all that much, but I had to learn the hard way because I had to come out the game and all that stuff because I had cramps and stuff. And so I just started stretching a lot and just being more flexible and you just be able to move, move quicker, more smoothly when, you st- when you're all loosened up and stretched out. So, I don't know, I, I stretch a lot and it's very, very important.
2: That's good, you know, and, and as a listener, would like to hear, if you do become, like, your muscles are sore or, you know, pulling some, what's what's the um, process you go through to um, get that heal? And, and, you know, and how often does it, you know, I'm kind of stunned, but um, how quick does it heal? Like, say you pull a muscle, what do you do to you know, to get that muscle back to where you want it to be. Oh, uh, you just gotta, you just gotta ice it, and then make sure it's
3: loosened up. And then, usually, I've never pulled a muscle personally before, but um, I've been sore like every time I play, I'm sore. Every time I work out, I'm sore, and I just you just gotta rest it and ice it, all your muscles, and then just stretch. Cause stretching when you're sore it feels good. They it, it feel good,
2: but. Yeah, I just stretch a lot, and rest, and ice every time I'm sore. And 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 another thing, now let's go to like your eating habits. You know, most people say, yeah, you're really, really healthy and all like that. But you know, drinking a lot of water, you know, because your body dehydrates and you need that, to to re, re put that fluids back in you. Do you drink a lot of water when you're working out? Yeah, that's that's
3: all. Uh, that's all you gotta drink is water. Um, unless Unless you're going to be losing, like, a ton of water, then you might want a little bit of Gatorade just to get the sugars back in you and stuff like that. But if I'm just working out, just playing basketball or whatever, then I, I that's, all I drink is water because it's really just the best thing for you.
2: That's, that's good. You know, a lot of listeners need to know that because water is very important. Not only if you're working out, but in your daily life, your routine, yeah. you drink a lot of water. Yeah, well, Terry, I got I got a lot of questions for you. So, are you ready for me? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, like I told everybody, I was, it was a pleasure I got to meet you. You know, this weekend, you know, sitting down talking to you. You know, um, I see a lot a lot of people, a lot of younger kids, they don't know how important it is just to you know give your all when you're out there, because like we was me and your dad was explaining to you that your senior year. Is it and when you when when a senior is over it's over, yeah. You know, so tell all the listeners how important it's like you know once your senior year is over you move on to the next step. So you gotta give your all right now, right? Yeah, uh, definitely because every every person I talk to they always say that they wish they had
3: their senior year back and their high school high school years back just so that they could have done something better or worked even harder or whatever they wanted to do. But I'm now I'm, I'm kind of getting that from from hearing it all over the place, all kinds of people that I talk to. So just now it's my senior year, so I'm I'm just gonna try to try to work as hard as I can to have no regrets, not even want to come back and just look ahead.
2: And, and like Zach was telling you, me and your dad was saying, you you always gotta look ahead. You can't look back at what you did and what you you know done in the past games and like that. Not, now it's important that. You know, and, and it is important, you know, Terry, like, give your all no matter what, 100% on the field, 100% off the field, you know. Yeah. that's your all, you know, even in the classroom you give 100% and that too. And that's going to make you a better person in life.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, but my other question is for you, Terry, is, you know, as you you know, football is coming up and um, where we start the football season, I, I was able to see you work out, you know, do you want to play quarterback, receiver, defense? What, what's your the best spot that you like to give? You know, concentrate
3: on the most. You know, I I've been focusing a lot on quarterback, but uh, I don't know because we got we got another quarterback that's pretty good, and we I I got one receiver that I can throw to. I know he'll catch every time. So, but if I get that if that other quarterback steps up and starts being good, then they might want to move me to lot just cuz in high school I'm I'm a bigger body and I can go across the middle or play outside receiver and go deep or whatever they want me to do. Um I played running back most of my life though and then I this is my first year playing quarterback and well I guess last year I played a little bit but not much cuz we ran a, a little funky offense but uh this year is my the first year that I've actually played quarterback in a regular offense and so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm looking forward to playing quarterback because the ball is in my hands, like basically 100% of the time, and I just know that I can do good things with it and help my team out to win.
2: How do you feel when you're back there playing quarterback, you know, reading the defense, looking over, you know, do you feel good? Like, hey, I'm, I'm in control of the game because quarterback is normally the one in control of the game. You know, it's all on their shoulders. How do you feel when you're back there underneath the center? You know I feel really good uh the shaing camp that we went to they uh they taught us how to read
3: defense is pretty good and so just going back there and looking and and reading the defense before the snap and basically, I can know where I'm gonna go with it if I read the defense good and uh if I read those safety to see what they're gonna do see what covers they're in so usually I can know where I'm gonna go or have have a good idea about where I'm gonna go with the ball. As soon as it's in my hands, and so reading the defense, I like it, and being in control of the game like that is is it feels really good. Actually, I like having that feeling, just knowing that basically I can do whatever I want to do, Still whatever is gonna work.
2: And and that's what I like to hear when you say that you know that you you want the ball in your hands. And when you have the ball in your hand, like you say, you know you want your team to count on you. Yeah, like when you when your team have that confidence in you, you have that confidence. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah.
2: It's like what we talked about when it's third and two. You want to tell the coach you want the ball right there. Yeah. That's that's good. I like to hear that. Now the other question I have you, you know, I know your dad. He's very competitive. He right? like he love he love to work on that. Tell her listen about, you know, how uh, a great aspect your dad is to with you know, not only with on the field but off the field.
3: Oh, my dad, uh you know, he he's very competitive, like you said. Um basically do anything to win. It don't matter who he's playing against. <laughs> when I was little he used to go hard against me and it just made me better. But um just and just even off the field, off the court, he's taught me a lot everything about being a person good person and just making sure I have my manners and just basically respect everybody and I gotta give respect to give respect and that's basically, he just
2: basically taught me everything I know now. Well don't leave your mom out of there, Terry. Tell some yeah, things yeah. about your mom. <laughs> don't leave yeah. your mom out of there. Don't leave her out of there. Go ahead, tell a little bit about your mom so it out of like My dad has taught me everything about being a man
3: that I need to know. Now I just need to I just need to put it, put forth what he said, and then just hope that I could be like him one day.
2: Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, go, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Uh, just,
3: my dad has taught me everything about being a man uh, that I need to know. I just need to, just need to put forth what he's saying and just use it on the
2: field, off the
3: field, on the court, and off the court, just everywhere and
2: hopefully I can be like him one day. that's good. Um, You know, know, if you can be like your dad, like you say, and then, you know, I'm sure you're going to be a great person because, you know, you look up to him and see the great things that he has done in life, you know, when he played football, you know. But his basketball game is a different story. You know, we talk about that at the end of the show. We know about his basketball game right there.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But, yeah, but you know what we're going to do, Terry? When we come back, we'll take a break. But when we come back, I want you to kind of talk about um, what teammanship is about, you know. A lot of kids don't understand that having a great teammanship, having a team that like you and trust you and respect you, you know, that goes on to make you win games, not only win games, but it makes the locker room a lot better. So yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have you talk about teammanship. So, this is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving that Sports Talk, and we'll be right back.
0: Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into the sports life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The sports life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. We some hard hitters. network Your internet flagship station for sports Voice of America Sports You're hooked up with loving that sports talk James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
2: This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. And like all my listeners out there, I have Terry Jackson Jr. on the line. And you know what, Terry, you know, when, before it was the break, you was telling us how, you know, your dad has been in your life inspiration and taught you how to be a man and you got to apply, it, you know, and the great things you're growing up, you know, with your mom and dad and your sisters. Now I want to turn the table this. How is it important for te- good teammanship, you know? You know, like I was telling everybody, great teammanship inside the locker room, outside the locker room, how important that is to a team.
3: Oh, that's critical because being,
2: being good and being respected on the team, you know,
3: you kind of have the control to, to bring the team together. Not everybody has a con- control to bring a team together, but basically anybody has control to tear them apart. That makes any sense because I don't know if you just, if you just are trusted by your teammates. And, uh, liked and respected by your teammates, then they're gonna follow you and if you wanna go down the right path, then that's what you can do. But if you got somebody that, that doesn't really care about winning or playing on the team, they just there to joke around, they can, they can get people distracted and not get it, not have as many people get as many reps and, uh, just basically be there to, to be a distraction and not be, there to get better. And yeah, so being being respected and being good to your teammates is really big.
2: That is important, you know, and you know, and like you say, um, I think a great player and a person it starts from home and I've seen how you with your sisters and you know, your little brother, your dad, you know, being respected out there, you know, and, and trying to help them and teach them then that applies to you when you were you know playing in an uh, organized sports. You know mm-hmm. that that goes over the show. You know you have compassion for your teammates, but they understand that you know you out there to play hard, and that's what you was doing. I've seen this these past few days working out with you. So, but you know how can you be a leader, Terry, for your team? You know, first let's talk about on the field how, or on the court. How can you you as yourself be a leader? What can you do? what can you say or what can you know what I'm saying tell the listeners out there Uh well usually when I was younger growing up I was leading by
3: example I wasn't really leading by a voice but a lot of times now that I'm older you gotta lead by by voice and you gotta lead by your actions and voice actually you gotta you gotta be the whole package and uh when I went down to the camp the basketball camp uh, that was a big thing for me I'm not I'm not really a talkative person I just lead by what I do on the court not really what I say I don't really vocalize that much I don't really talk that much so uh, the player coaches that was there helping us uh, told me that I need to be a lot more vocal on the court and and I'm trying to carry that over football as well and I
2: got to you got to bring energy and at, at whatever you're doing so what basically what I'm hearing you stand is your coach said you gotta be more vocal to leader because they want you to be a leader, right? Yeah. yeah. You're definitely showing them how you're leader by your action of your work off, you know, your practice and all like that, but they want you to be more vocal, right there. Yep, just to bring more energy and make people make people
3: get more into the game and just make people more hype about the situation, pretty much.
2: Right. And and, and what you know, what I'm getting from your coaches because I I've seen coach who what they're saying is not trying to say be all up in the player's face when they mess up or do anything yeah. wrong, but like saying be vocal, say, you know, hey, let's get it this way, do this different, you yeah. know, next time, you know, is that what they're saying? Yeah, there's more encouragement
3: to everybody pretty much because coaches know that that everybody's going to mess up and everybody should know that everybody's going to mess up at least once. So you just got to encourage people to get better and not do it again, I guess. And then if, they, if they just take it in, as constructive criticism, and not like you yelling
2: at them, then everything will be all right. Right, and nobody want to be yelled at, you know. Yeah, and that's how it is. You won't don't want to be yelled at, but you want to be coached. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and I see that you know in players, you know, everybody oh don't yell at me, blah, blah blah. But if you explain it to them in a way of you coaching and teaching them, then then the kid's gonna react a little bit better and different. Yeah, that's what my dad was always telling me
3: that I got to be a coach on the field and a coach on the court. Cause the the head coach and the assistant coaches they're not going to be able to see what's going on exactly how you see it and how everybody else sees it on the court or on the field. And so, you just got to just take
2: that and talk to your teammates about it and hopefully they'll listen. You know, I want I want to talk to you about, you know, now off the off the field. And off the court, how can you be a leader? can you you know tell us how can you you know start your senior year and then through all, how can you be a leader off to off the field and off the court for some like here uh you know you can you can do multiple things
3: um uh, you can you can get together with your teammates. you can just being just being a good person in general, just having manners talking to adults how they need to be talked to and just talking to my peers how they need to be talked to and just manners and just all, yeah, basically just manners. You just got to talk to people, right, and they'll give you respect if you give it to
2: them. I like that. I like that when you say that because, you know, I've seen you, you know, off the court and off the field, and I've seen you on the court, you know, and like you say, they just have respect, you know. You give them respect, they give you respect back and yep. you know, they look up to you. They say, "Hey, that that guy Terry, I would like to follow him because the things yep. that he do, he do and then yep. that he did, you know, I like."
3: Yep. That's you what know, my mom was put, always telling me when I was little, is that I gotta be a leader and not a follower.
2: Definitely. You know, I always my dad always tell me, you know, that everybody wants to be the chief, but nobody won't be no Indians. But you still gotta start from somewhere, and then like, hey, yep. be a be a follow. I mean, be a leader. Not a yep. follower, you know. Don't follow the wrong crowd, you know, guys. You know, so we going to get into that. But you know, I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here because you know, I know your dad, and you know, I know you real well. And um, um, how different is when your dad coaching you, and then from your coach on the um in high school, you know, the things that your dad trying to explain you and your coach. What's the difference in those? Things? Uh, actually,
3: there I think it's a big difference because
2: my dad, he he
3: knows me. Thousand times more than than what my coaches know me, especially now because I got new coaches. Um, So when my dad is coaching me, he knows he knows my strengths and he knows my weaknesses, and he knows the game's good enough, football and basketball. He knows them good enough to tell me what I need to be doing to get better in my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so when my coaches do it, you know they don't they have a good idea, but they don't know know me like my dad does, and so. My dad, I just, I always have wanted him to coach me and I don't know, I just love him when he does because I can listen to him better, I guess you could say, but, you know, I still listen to my coaches, but even when my coaches tell me something, I come home and tell my dad and ask him if if that's really the right thing to do just because my dad knows the game really well and he can just tell me what to do, I think, better than my coaches can.
2: Now I, I was speaking with your dad, and we, we was kind of talking, you know, me and your dad go at it about sports, you know. We we have our beef. He's a cowboy fan. I'm an eagle, so you know, I, I don't I don't do much like your dad. But anyway, <laughs> um, me and him go at it, and we was like, you know, um, you know, why is our, our, our kids think we're being hard on them when we're coaching them, but. When the coach, why do kids feel that way? When their parents are trying to help them, and coach them, they feel they're being hard on, too hard on them. You know, it's probably it's probably just because the parents want to see the kids do great things, you know,
3: and they, and they know for the most part what they're talking about. So, I guess like if you think as a player, if you think that that your way is right and you're not trying to listen to anybody else, then it, it's kind of it's a bad thing because usually the the parents and the coaches that have been there before they they know. And so they're just trying to tell you to, to get prepared and
2: ready for whatever. Uh, yeah, that's, that, I don't like that, you know. And, and, you know, Terry, and, you know, I've seen your dad and I've seen him, you know, trying to tell you some things and coaching. And, you know, I was just thinking back to, you know, I used to see other kids when I used to coach. they say, oh, why my parents, you know, my dad didn't know me. But, you know, the thing about that is is like you say, your dad knows the game. He's yeah. not only trying to tell you to help you improve you. He's not trying yeah. to tell you something, you know what I'm saying, but you know, go ahead and talk on that. Yeah, that that's, that's really just basically
3: it. my dad he knows the sports good enough to, to coach me and to coach coach really anybody. He's he was a coach a long time ago. He and just he made people better as people and as players. So I'm just trying to follow him and just listen to his coaching to me,
2: and so that I could be a better person than a player. Now you know we laughed about this the other day when your dad said he's gonna teach, he teach me. Yes. <laughs> <You know, laughs> he's you know, here to teach you everything. Remember that? You
4: know. You know. You know. We stuff.
3: go ahead, Terry. Let's say. Oh, he just gotta teach me stuff and I, the, the basics of the game, and then
2: I just gotta use it. Just gotta figure out how to do the rest of it myself. I like that. See, see, I knew you know when we spoke to you the other day. I knew you, you was, was going through, you was getting in, but you know me and you, we gotta teach your dad a little better his jump shot though. So <laughs> we teach him that. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, you know we gotta. You know I like to get more in talking to you about you know what it is that um when a person when you out there to play a game and like either you sick and you don't feel like. You you there you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. How you get yourself up to play and give a hundred percent, you know. So we're we'll gonna talk about that. How do you pump yourself up? Or most people say psych themselves out to play a hundred percent, you know. Because some games you're gonna come into you'll be like, man, I don't feel. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What uh, do you do? To, you bro, let, let us take a break, Terry? Okay. And when we come back, we'll let you talk about that a little bit more. That you know. Uh, then we probably, you know, probably get a call in if we get a call a call in and talk to you. So, this is James Loving, and I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk, and I got Terry Jackson Jr. from Catherine, Wyoming, on the line. We'll be right back.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. sports have we got a high energy all access sports show for you Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk james loving and his guests want to hear it from you call us at 1-888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144 or drop an email to loving that sports talk at yahoo.com now back to the show
4: This is James Livingston.
2: Livingston Sports Talk, and like I was telling all my listeners, I had Terry Jackson, Junior, on the phone from Casper, Wyoming. Terry, before we, when we was at break, you said you wanted to say something else. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What I was just saying is that, like, some
3: coaches, they they try to treat everybody, every player, the same, and and how how they get them hyped up and ready for the game the same. And a lot of kids and a lot of people just. NFL players, it don't matter who it is, but whoever's playing the game, everybody ain't the same, you know. So some some coaches they'll they'll get all hyped up and hit them in the helmet or whatever, but there's 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 people players that you know you just got to sit down and and tell them what they need to do, and and that's what gets them hyped up, and that's what my dad does with me. He just sits me down and tells me what I need to do, and that's what gets me ready for the game.
2: Your dad sits you down for the game and he tells you, you know, everything. Yeah. How, how do how does that feel? Do you, I mean, do you just feel like getting all, you know, all psyched up and going, you, you know? Yeah, it just gets my mind going and my mind just focused on the game
3: and just focused on everything he's saying that I need to do to help my team win. You know,
2: I seen your dad the other day and he was talking about football. He's like, I've never seen him get so psyched about ooh, 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 football right start. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, do that get, do that like crawl, make your skin crawl? It's like, you know what? we. I'm about to on this field and do it, you know?
3: Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. My dad, my dad is usually psyched up for sports, you know, sometimes even more than I am. So I just try to take his energy and put it
2: on the field or on the court. Exactly. And that's what you have to do, Terry. You know, you got to get your heart where, you know, it's just, it's just cold, you know? You're yeah. out there doing what you got to do and do it like Like you say, so hard and so fast and so, it's just unbelievable, you know. Yep. You know, you know you got the talent, you know you got the size and the body, you know, the mind. Now you got to go out there and and do it. Mm -hmm. You know, how you see your dad get all pumped up. That's how you should get pumped up and be, you know, just everywhere on the field. Yep. And the course.
3: Trying to be like my dad when he was in high school because he was basically a legend. At my high school, so I'm just trying to follow his footsteps. i so want to make his name look so bad.
2: You know what you do? You take his name off that wall and maybe place your name. That's how you do that. Yeah, that's
3: what I'm trying to do. <laughs>
2: you know, and that's how you set a goal, you know, and nothing wrong with that. You know, you set a goal like, you know what, what my dad did, I want to do better than that and pull his name off. And that makes your dad even more proud than him being up there, you know.
3: Yeah, and that's just the whole, that's just being competitive.
2: And there's nothing wrong with saying you're better than your dad, you know? Yep. Nothing wrong with saying you're better than these other guys, you know? Because you don't want no ever going in and thinking of somebody better than you, Terry. Yep. You know? Well, you know, I, you know, I got another question for you, Terry. When you feel that, you know, you're not into the game or you're not, you know, you may be sick or you're just not, what do you do to motivate yourself? Like, say, it's third quarter, you're missed. 10 shots or maybe you threw two interceptions. What do you get yourself motivated back to get your mind back into the game? What do you do? You know, because when I played ball, when I felt I dropped two balls, I was like, man, I took myself out of the game mentally. But then, you know, I did. I got myself back in and said, you know what? I'll go out and make a one-hand catch to get me back. You know what I'm saying? What do you do to get yourself back into the game? I just I just think about a lot
3: of a lot of the stuff in the past, like, like, way past like when my dad was playing, you know, I'm I'm sure he, he wasn't feeling good in one of his games when he would still come out and rush for two hundred yards or, or do whatever. So I'm just like it, he was he was basically he's just a person just like I am so I, if he could do it then then there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to do it. I a... it with like ahead, I'm sorry. Oh it's fine. We're like professional athletes. I was just watching the game with uh, Michael Jordan, I think it was 96 playoffs, and uh, he had the flu and came out and dropped like 40, 45 points or something like that. So I'm just like, if if he just worked that hard to to do that and he had the flu, then I'm just in high school, and, you know, so I, I should be able to do it too.
2: Now, you saying what I'm – maybe if you could correct me or tell me what you're saying, when you're feeling down, you think about your dad and what he did? Is that what you're saying? Yep, yeah, just like, just if anybody just, I think of anybody,
3: if, like if I'm playing basketball, I don't feel good, I think of Michael Jordan coming out in that, in the playoff games and he had the flu score 45 points. Or if my dad was telling me a story about when he was sick and just came out and rushed for 200, whatever, how many yards he had, then it's just like, if he could do it, then, then why not me? He was just, he was a 17 year old kid just like I was.
2: So. Exactly. You know, and I heard that story the other day too about your dad when he rushed, you know, and that got me all, you know, excited because if, like you said, if a person lost and play and do that great, just think of it one thing how he would have did, but he made himself, you know, play to an expectation in that game no matter yeah. how he felt. So, and that's what we gotta let these young listeners know. With an injury or what, your teammates count on you, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to be a leader. So, if, my teammates
3: are looking out for me, and I'm and I'm playing hurt, but I say I can't do it, then they're going to be like, oh, well, if he can't do it, then the whole team is just going to start falling apart. But if I'm playing hurt and I'm still doing all right and my voice is still big, then everybody's going to back me
2: up and then just lead us to victory pretty much. You know, and that's a good point that you made. If your teammates see you out there playing hurt, just think what they're going to do, you know what I'm saying? That's going to make them play them even more harder, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. see that you giving all your all out there hurt they got that's even more respect for you that you're gonna get from them and yeah. from your coaches. Yep. So, you know, that that should be a great lesson as you know, as the year come on, you know, if you got an injury, hey, go out there and play. Now, sometimes yeah. injury, you know, you can't play, you know, you just can't play. But like little yeah. Knicks and Knacks, you know, you go out there and play and show that hey, this is not gonna bother me because I'm here to help my team win. And that's the kind thing. That's what a lot of my coaches were saying
3: last year. There's a difference between being hurt and injured. And you can play hurt. That's just that's just little nicks and nacks. But injured, I'm talking about injured is like a broken leg or something like that, where you really just you just can't even play no more. But just being hurt, that's really nothing. That's just like having a little a little bump on your leg or something, or a bump on your on your wrist or whatever. You can play through that, but you can't probably can't play through a broken leg.
2: So that's a good thing. I never looked at it that. You know, there's difference between hurt and I like that. You know, say that again. You know, for so the listener, there's there's a difference between being hurt and injured,
3: and injured is is being like broken leg, broken arm, where you really can't go no more, and just being hurt is just little nicks and nacks. If you get hit in your leg and it's just a little monkey bump or whatever, you can play through that.
2: I like that. We're going to make that, you know, every time I show with somebody and there's a difference between hurt and injury. That's a good one, Terry, you know. So, Terry, I got, you know, I got so many questions for you. It's just unbelievable. But, you know, what it would take for you to get another one of your teammates up. Say, like, you know, your running back fumble and all like that. What would it take, you know, that you would go and say to them or would you – like to give him the ball more what would it take for you to get him up you know because there's gonna be a time where you're gonna to need to get one of your teammates back into the game what would it take for you to do that because I want I want you to be a leader so I'm trying to get you in all these things to start thinking as being a leader you understand know what, what I'm saying yeah what well, would it basically take? basically what I would do say my say
3: my running back was fumbling or he fumbled the ball or whatever um, you know I would I would give him another I would give him another chance there's no reason to not give him another chance, cause he could he could break that one for you know 70 yard touchdown run or whatever, and and then that would get his confidence built up, and that would just get even more confidence built up around the whole team. And so, say my my receiver just dropped a, a perfect ball, hit him right in the hands, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it right back to him, and if he catches, then that's what's gonna be that's what's gonna give him more confidence to catch even more.
2: Take, say say you got me as your receiver and I drop a touchdown pass that could have won the game and I'm in the locker room. Come sit next to me. What you going to tell me? Just, we start, can, start thinking as a leader, you know what I'm saying, Think. Yeah. You know, what you would know, you come into now?
3: I would just be like, hey, you know, we gave it all and we can go, we'll go throw some more, you know, out of practice and just be ready for next week and then I'm going to give it right back to you next week because... I still trust you and everything, even though you might have just dropped the ball off the game, but I still, you know, you still got to trust them, even though, even
2: though they mess up because everybody's going to mess up. So I like that what you said, like trust, because that's what a person want to hear. You know, even when you're in a relationship with a woman, I always want to hear that word trust. So if you go over there and sit down and tell me that, you know, you still trust me by throwing me the ball, that's going to give me more. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be next week thinking, oh, he don't trust me, you know. Yeah, because so like, next like week he's just going to come out and be like, oh, and then be
3: you're going to be so nervous when the ball's coming to you in the end zone, but if I tell you I don't trust you, but if I tell you I trust you and our relationship is still good, then you're not going to be nervous when, when you see the ball coming to you in the end zone you're just going to catch it like you regularly would.
2: Okay, what would it say if you, you threw an interception and lost the game and everybody and the teammate, you know, what are you gonna do when you're in that locker room? Are you gonna get up and say some guys? What are you gonna say? No, so I would get up and I would just
3: apologize, you know, and just told them that, just tell them that I would, i would come back next week and try, try harder, and just have that not happen.
2: <laughs> you know, because because you, know, you everybody's gonna mess up. Right, you might throw an interception and you might not, but say if you do. You know, you go to the sideline as a leader and you say, you know what, um, guys, hey, that one got away from me, you know, the next one, we'll, we get it back. You know, yep. are you are you able to do that?
3: Yeah. You just got to have a short memory. I've heard that so many times watching NFL games and if somebody, if a quarterback throws an interception, they tell him to have a short memory. You just got to forget about it and move on because you're going to get the ball back and, you know, you're just going to have... Have to get another chance to to make what you did even better. So you know you can't really you can't lose confidence, and you just
2: gotta keep playing hard. I was gonna ask you that: Do you lose confidence if you um, fumble? Or do you throw interceptions? Do you lose confidence? Because most time when you throw interceptions, because you know you didn't read the coverage right or something like that. It was just a, you know if it's just a great play, you never let yourself down. But you know, yeah. do you ever lose confidence?
3: You know, yeah, I did I do. Uh when I'm when I'm running back off the field from that play, say I say I threw an interception, I'm running back to the sideline, I lose confidence but everybody around me is still just gonna be like, Okay, well we'll get it back just just we got trust in you so that's gonna come back right right as soon as I get to the sideline and then I'll just come back next series and do better.
2: You know, and I like to give you a little bit of advice. Whenever things like that happen, don't ever let nobody see it, it bothers you, because yeah. if they see it bothers you, the team see it bothers you, the other team. You know they know they got you. You know it's like what I told you yeah. when we were shooting baskets. If you yeah. let somebody get in your head and take care of your game, then they got you. So when yeah. you throw those interceptions, you know don't don't let don't let nobody see it Come off field, you know. Hey, we'll get it next time because if they know that you lost confidence and you know what you did, your teammates will lose confidence, and then the game is gone. So yeah. don't ever let them know you love,
4: you
2: know. Yeah. you understand that?
4: Yeah.
2: Always feel, you know what, I'm gonna do better the next time we get the ball, fellas, so you know, that yeah. that'll be great, you know. Like I say, don't ever let another team know you're sweating, you know, or nervous about or you know. Just go out there and like I say, give your all.
4: Yeah.
2: You know. So what are we gonna do, Terry? We're gonna take one more break. When we come back, we'll let you know, talk a little bit more about yourself and talk about, you know, things that's going to go on in your life and then, you know, we just we'll let you talk about you. That's all. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, and this is James Loving, and we'll come back from break. We got Terry Jackson Jr. and we'll be right back.
0: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. And move I just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up or forever hold your mouth. Voice America Sports. And the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Terry Jackson from Castle Wyoming yeah I'm here well you know i like to you know the listeners to get out there and know a little bit more about you know so you know this is our last segment you know go tell a little bit more about yourself, and then I have a question at the end for you so you know All tell right. us what you like to do your hobbies or what you don't like to do
3: I um like I said I love to play sports um so get me in the gym and just shooting around or if I'm just going to throw that's that's what that's my hobby. That's two of my biggest hobbies is just going to shoot around and and going to throw with some people or whatever I'm gonna do. With that, um, another thing I want to say is that I've been giving my dad basically everything on the show, and uh, you know he he taught me a lot obviously uh, about sports and and about being a man. But <laughs> I gotta give some love to my mom because she she basically just taught me. All the manners that I need and just all kinds of respect that I need to give to people and to give it back. And of course my, my sisters and stuff, they, they've stuck with me my whole life. And so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to them because I've, I've kind of been leaving everybody but my dad out. But, uh, yeah, my mom is basically just taught me all kinds of manners and just everything that I need to, to do to succeed in life. As in, you know, talking to people right, um, right. making sure that I have my heart, my hand on my heart when people are singing the Star single Banner and just all that kind of stuff. Right. So just all kinds of respect. You I mean, you know
2: what? Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I mean, cut you off. I wrote that. Oh, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> that's, that's oh, you great. know what? Yeah. Terry, I got a surprise for you. We got your dad online. Terry Jackson, T, are you there, Terry? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know what? I, I wish I could get you. I know you work, and you know, but I want to get you on a show with you, the show.
4: There's a whole all the show, so I go at it with you. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I heard yeah, y'all talking about my game, but uh, what your listeners don't know is that I let y'all up for fifteen. <laughs>
2: you know what though? we gotta have a show of that with me and you before I leave we gotta play, but tell you know um tell a little bit about you know I, everybody your listeners, you know, but you know how to plan it playing. and tell us give your son a little bit of advice I like that
4: he is uh he's a very, very talented athletic person uh there isn't anything that he can not do um athletically uh I remember when uh he was seven years old, and uh he was going to the mountain and never. You know, uh, he's, he's never skied or snowboarded or anything. He stepped on the board. He went down the first time. He fell a couple of times. Uh, he gets back up on the mountain and goes back down again. And, and it's just unbelievable the talent that he has and the athletic ability that he has. Um <clears> Terry <throat> he is, uh, he's, he's a very bright kid, uh, very brilliant. I, um all I'm trying to do is instill a little fire in him and, uh, and, and to put some aggressiveness in him. Um, because he can be passive at times and and we've talked about that, but he has unbelievable talent and uh, I got a question for you love uh, uh Perry, you know he he loves basketball um he's great at football uh, he he's great at both of them what uh what advice can you give him uh as as far as what he wants to do what he wants to pursue and and how he should go about it um because he has a talent for either one of those sports. You know, Terry,
2: and, and, you know, I like to, you know, I know you and I'm in football, but, you know, my advice would be to him because I play the game. I see basketball. You got eight or nine players, and you got to be exceptionally loose on the special. Michael Jordan, dunk, well not Football, you got a little bit more, you know, position that with Terry's body size and what he can do. He can play more than one position where if he, when he make it, it won't just be they can look at him a quarterback or tight end or receiver. So my advice would be from knowing him and watching him and seeing what I was. I will say, um,
4: football. Yeah, he he's got an unbelievable body for his age. Uh, he probably doesn't have nine percent muscle or, or body fat on him. Um, and, and you see, him. He's, he's very talented, very athletic. I just want him to give it uh, to give it all he's got. You know, on both ends. On, on the football field and on the basketball court. And, um and, and, and let him watch, it, you know, let his talent take him where it can. Right. You know, and that's all, like you said, that's all you could owe for, you know, just which
2: one you gonna grab. Cause somebody's gonna grab me, either one of them. I yeah. tell you that. You yeah, know, sure. and like you said, he gotta give his all. And when he's giving his all, he has to be a leader. And that's what you,
4: I've been saying, you've been instilling in him since I've been, you know. Absolutely absolutely terry uh, you know he he's always led by example you know he's always uh he's always been the guy he's always made the made the shot or made the spectacular play um but now it's time to to to, to speak up and and to start leading and, and and directing um and he can do he he can do a lot of that i think this is going to be the year for him to to do that um He's got to not only use his talent, but to use his voice and, and, and his ability on the court and on the field to put people in positions to be successful, and, and he can do that. Exactly, and like I say, you got to stay in his corner and
2: keep helping them, you know. There's nothing wrong with that there. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be I'll be hollering at him. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we still got a little time. Um, i like Terry Jr., you to tell us, you know, i like to, you know, and like like you before you get out there, See, you to, I got a question for both of you same question, Terry Jr what were you out there to tell young listeners something that can help them today, you know, either on the field or off the field? What would you say to them? uh you know you just gotta listen
3: listen to your coaches and uh you you'll know who the right people are and and the wrong people are to listen to, whether that's in life or or being coached um so really my, my parents and they're they're just the right people. I knew they were the right people as soon as they as soon as they talk to me about anything really they uh they they really know what they're talking about uh with being a person or a player. Uh because my dad, you know, he was a player so I'm gonna listen to him when it comes to sports because he's been there and he's done that. So uh you you just gotta really listen to what what people are telling you and and your coaches are telling you and then you just got to put forth the effort on the quarter on the field or on where wherever you, whatever you're doing
4: really okay see you. you can you give us something? Well, yeah well first and foremost we got to we got to make sure our kids stay in school and, and and we study hard to be the best students we can be uh athletics uh comes second in 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 our book um it it's great to be a student athlete Student comes first we gotta we gotta make sure that, that that our kids are learning something and and they're at least able to get out of high school and hopefully able to move on or talented enough to move on to a collegiate level so they can play uh secondly they need to work on their fundamentals uh, I don't think enough of our kids uh practice and get their fundamentals down before you know they start trying to be michael jordan and and Emmitt smith um and, that, that comes a lot of hard work, and, and it's fundamentals, and it's listening to your coaches. You know, and don't disregard what anybody has to say. You always have to listen. You should listen to everybody. Take what you can use and move on. You know, it's, it's just amazing
2: how I, I, I mess with you, Terry. But you know, for real, I keep saying you should be a coach. But that is, that is true, you know. And like you say, you know, um, I know you. I know uh, Terry Jr. I know um, his mom, Lori, and y'all doing a great job with him. Like say, Terry, I know you gotta keep on him, and you know I know he gonna keep doing it and listen to what he gotta do to make himself better. We will. We are gonna do what we can. And
4: you know, what when I'm gonna get you on the show? Uh, you know, love, I I'm I'm working five days a week now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna set a time. I'm gonna try and set a time when uh, when I can get a whole hour with you, and uh, okay. I'll, I'll take my lunch hour doing that. How's that? I would like that so I could pick your brains with this Cowboys and Eagles. <laughs>
2: okay. <I> like. It, <laughs> All right, thank you it. guys for being on, and um, keep doing what y'all doing. All right, Thanks thank you. Problem. Uh like I say, you know, this is James Loving, hosting another one of the Loving Sports Talk, and next week we have another great show, so tune in, and we'll be, see you next week.
1: <laughs>